Bangkok, Thailand, a tropical metropolis of over 10 million people. Living in this vibrant city, I've met some pretty incredible people with even more incredible experiences. Now I'm bringing you all the real life stories, scams, triumphs, and temptations. Join me as we take a trip down the rabbit hole and find out what it's really like in one of the world's most famous destinations. What is up guys and welcome back to the channel. Tonight I am here with JC and we are talking about the ghost tower, fear of heights, growing up in Thailand and moving to another country. If you are new here, my name is Eric. I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts, but four years ago, I found myself over here in Thailand. If you are traveling to Thailand soon or if you live here, hit the subscribe button. We've got so many cool people coming on and I don't want you to miss anything. And if you've got any questions or comments, drop them down below and we'll get those questions answered. Now, JC, you are one of the most interesting people that I've ever met during my time here. And I, I only met you like three, uh, three months in, I think, okay. back in 2019. I didn't know that. <laughs> okay, so we're going to tell everyone how we met. Uh, okay. because we really hadn't like we didn't know each other we just had a mutual friend um, but before that can we tell everyone what you're kind of known for how would you describe it you know at the time I'm just like a student university student it's just nothing like unique nothing interesting just normal life just um, studying life and like friend pictures just some boring picture and took with my dog or something like that or like when I go traveling Nothing interesting. But then I went out with my friend. There's a group of my friend that I think they are fun. And they do parkour. That's what we call parkour if you're running. Mm. I joined them. And actually, I don't really not like... I'm not close to this friend. But then I met him and then he brought me out. And then he introduced me to this kind of sport and activities. And then I found something like in it that I really attract to. Yeah, because on your Instagram, definitely when you were back living in Bangkok, almost all of your photos are at the tops of buildings or like on top mm -hmm. of like, I don't know if you've been on the like construction equipment or it's always high up in the air. Yeah. And not only that, you're always hanging off of those buildings and those structures. Yeah. And the crazy thing about it is like, so I'm a photographer too. And a lot of these really epic shots, you can kind of fake them, you know, sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. maybe it looks dangerous in the photo, but in real life, it wasn't that dangerous. It's not. With you, it's not fake at all. And it is 1000% one of the most dangerous things I've ever seen. And I want to say before we even get into this, that I don't, I don't condone what you do. Like, I don't think it's okay. And I think you shouldn't do it again. But it's so interesting to me that you can go off and hang off the side of, you can go and hang off the side of a 50 story building. And it's like, you feel nothing. Like I, I've seen you do it. It's like you feel nothing. So tell me about the first time you went up on one of these buildings and then you took one of these pictures like on the ledge or you climbed out on something. What was that like? So um, my first time on the building, it was not high. It's like 24, 25 floors. And I got this friend. He's from Laos. 
that guy he do parkour and he's a friend of my friend who's doing parkour in thailand we have like kind of groove here like if you know you know <laughs> so we have this i don't think it's small community now but it's kind of well known in thailand so we're hanging out with him and there's like a spot that he just like go up and then standing and i was like wow that's like the angle that i was standing it just looked like that's amazing i want the same picture and then the guy came up and then he was like you sure you can do it because it's used some like balancing and stuff like that it can be scary even though it doesn't look dangerous and i'm like i mean i can try it right <laughs> so i try we took some shot with just stupid gobro you know at that time i think it was like gobro like i don't remember maybe four or five and then after that two months maybe there was one photographer he's from czech republic he just texted me and then he said i want you to bring me to the same spot i want you to do the same pose but i would shoot you with the professional camera and he is a professional uh, photographer and then he took the shot i think that was the first shot that people know me as like you know someone like some thai girl who do this kind of stuff on the rooftop is it on your instagram right now it is okay so you um you went up for the first time in this building and i i i figured this is what happened it started by accident and then you got recognized for and you said oh let me try it again And then you did it again and again and again. I didn't get used to it. And I got to be a little honest. If people see some of these photos, which I'm going to post here, I'm a little surprised you're still with us. Like, I'm happy you're still here, <laughs> but I'm a little surprised you're still alive because some of these things are absolutely insane. Can you show me which one is the uh, that first one? Sure. I so, you, as you can see, this one was the one from GoBro. Okay. This was the first one from GoBro. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. That was when it started. Okay. And then it, the professional one this is one. like... This one? Not that one. It's the other one. Oh, this one? Exactly, that one. Okay. It was that one. Hold on. How old are you here? Um, 19, 20. Okay. Now, in this case, like, is there anything below you or no? If you fall, what happens? So, actually, the angle, it make it look, like, really sketchy. Yeah. But, actually, there was, like, a fall right. below. And, and that's what I mean. Like, in a lot of times, these kinds of, like, scary-looking photos, it's not really that dangerous. Not that you can't yeah. get hurt, but... but after this, I know you've done some really, really crazy things because I've been there when you did it. And yeah. I, and I'm going to get into that story in a second. But like, what is Why do you think you can do this? Because I, I feel like there's something missing in your brain <laughs> where you don't get afraid. Well, it's not like I'm not afraid. Like when you do some stuff and people think you're not afraid of something, but actually you do always because like Barry never exists without fear. So for my thing, I can see that it's still safe. Even if I fall down, I, I hurt. I would get hurt, but I would not die or something. And at certain thing, like when you see someone who can do it and you think like, I'm, I'm going to try it. I think I can do the same. So I, I saw the guy doing it. And then I feel like mm, it's not that dangerous. Like if I fall, I'm just going to break something. But. You know, you never know what you're capable of. You never try. Well, that's that photo. But there's definitely other ones on your Instagram. And when we were together, (laughs) where if you fall, you're going to break more than just a few bones. So 
I cannot say that because I have some experience yeah. and I know my limit. I always know my limit. And everyone who saw my picture, they would be like, "Oh, this girl, she's stupid. They do she, she only does it for like likes and follow. She just want to be famous and something, but she risk her life." But they don't know me. They don't know anything about what we're doing up there. They don't really know how it look up there. But I always make sure that everything is safe. That if something happen, it doesn't gonna be like problem for anyone. That's what the scared come out. I'm not scared that I'm gonna fall, but I'm scared if I fall, someone gonna be responsibility. Yeah, uh, I, I was that guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> I remember I this. Like, I mean, a friend who I I brought with, like, or someone who were with me, they have to answer the question from my family, like, what happened. Yeah. What did you do? So let's get into how we met, and I think that'll that'll paint a better picture. So um, I got here in 2019, and I was with another friend of mine who's a photographer, and we wanted to go up the ghost tower. Mm-hmm. Now, also, it's called what the Saturn Unique it's Tower. Same. Yeah. Okay. The ghost tower is an abandoned condominium project in Bangkok. And you can see it from a lot of different places in the city. And basically, it's just like an empty shell of a building. They put sometimes like a, an ad on it for like an iPhone or something. Now, they use it for advertising space, but yeah. there's there's nothing there. And um, back in 2019, a friend and I tried to access it. And there's security there all the time. And security, we thought maybe we could talk our way in. Security wouldn't let us in. <laughs> and so we kind of gave up on that. And I mentioned this a few, maybe a month or two later, I mentioned this story about trying to get in and not being able to get in to another friend of mine who's a photographer. And all of a sudden, one day I got, an, I got a message saying, hey, do you still want to go to the ghost tower? And he sa- I said, when? He said, today. So I dropped everything and I went. And when I went, you were there with him. Yeah. And so the first thing I want to mention, because the photos that I posted from us and the ghost tower are some of the most like I've gotten more messages about those photos than any other photos I've ever posted. Everybody wants to know the story behind it, how they can get there, the whole thing, especially now. So um, first thing I want to say is we didn't break in because I know a lot of people break in. Never. And we, never. we didn't break in. We didn't like climb up to the second floor. They let us in. Isn't yes. that right? Yes. Okay. We have never done anything like that. Like, yeah. I mean, it's illegal, but we never break stuff when we're doing this. Sure. So the the people there let us in. Now, I don't know if they were supposed to let us in, but they let us in. And then it was an April day in Bangkok, which is like the hottest time of the year. And we climbed up 50 stories because <laughs> there's no elevator. We climbed up 50 stories in the heat. And I was thinking as we're doing this, like, why am I here? Because this is kind of insane. So we make it to the top. And I uh, I actually, by the way, I have video of all of this, but I never put it out because I just figured like this is, I don't want anyone to like try to copy this or anything. Yeah. So by, I have the video, we make it to the top and I'm just like dripping with sweat. And you're over here doing your makeup. <laughs> like Like you came prepared with like a makeup kit and whatever. And I'm like ready to pass out. Always. So I'm just gonna. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you you're putting your makeup on, and uh, I'm like, all right, here we go. So then I'm putting the drone together, and before I even have my stuff put together, I see you walking out onto the ledge of the building, like 
there was no discussion about it. We didn't talk about it. This is what I'm going to do. You're just walking out onto the building like a cat. And when you did that, I almost threw up right there. Like I <laughs> felt so sick because oh there's what like, uh, and I'm going to put some photos here so you guys can kind of get a sense of it. There's no, there was no like camera trickery. Like you were on the edge of this 50 story building. And if you slipped and fell, there was going to be a big splat at the bottom. And I'm not saying that to like make it sound cool or whatever, because at the time I was thinking like, why are you doing this? Because we can take cool photos without you <laughs> risking your life. Um, but that was like the first 30 minutes of meeting you. We went to, we met at this abandoned building. We went up 50 stories in the heat. And then next thing I know, you're on the ledge dangling over Bangkok. So I, I, I'm going to guess by that point, you had done this many times before. A lot. Yeah. And that not the first time at that building. I feel like I think I'm the first person who entered that building more than 20 times. Well, I've heard now, though, <laughs> before anybody messages me about this or writes in the comments, I've heard now they've really locked it down security wise. Because I remember last time I was there, um, the old, there was always two security guides. He's always taking care of the place, but I, I ask him about everything, you know, like um, how much they pay you per month and and why you let people going in. And I totally understood him at the time, like them at the time. And um, finally, one day I called them and they said, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not in Bangkok anymore. I'm on my way back to my um hometown now because i got fired because like a lot of people and tourists going up and they like put it on social media they even check in the place and you know the owner they're not stupid they check social media and they saw everything and then they changed the owner changed the set of security and um the new guy was in and then they built like a higher fence like the cover behind uh around it and then they put on the cctv more than one yeah i heard it the, the, i heard at the ground floor they like welded yes. the staircase they shut. fix every so hole that you can see there's no in. possible way because when we went they, they literally opened the door and we just walked up the stairs right but cannot do it anymore so don't try yeah um, just don't. since we went to the ghost tower that day have you been back there Yes, after I met you at the time, I think I've been back there for like maybe five, six times after. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to photos like that, that's really what I love about photography is when people look at a photo and they really feel something. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why so many people messaged me about it. They were so curious and they had like so many questions. Um, again, it's like not definitely not the safest thing in the world don't recommend it but yeah. the power of like those kinds of images where it's like they're not fake that that's something really interesting about photography that i love so i can i can see why you kind of got addicted to that because that create that's like a creating art yes right? even if is. you're not the one taking the photo there's an art to it so i can yes. i can understand that and i respect that i'm a piece of us <laughs> you're a what i'm a piece of art <laughs> Well, wow, love that word. So, when you're not on top of buildings, what did you like to do in Bangkok? Well, it's just typical life, you know, going out party. Is chilling. that the typical life? Yeah. Okay. 
Because, you know, I've heard from a lot of local Thai people, especially girls over the years, that they feel like it's it's kind of impossible to make a successful life here. What do you think about that? Do you think as like a local Thai person, you can have a good life in Thailand? Or do you feel like it's almost required that you have to move outside of Thailand? Um, I agree that it's hard to like really make a life out here in Bangkok or in Thailand because everyone know why like i mean even me i'm telling you at the time i met you my salary is really like really super what low. kind of job were you doing um i think at the time i was already in like um an insurance company it's some kind of like <laughs> you wait uh, hold on you were working for an insurance <laughs> company what insurance company hired you <laughs> So, they don't know my story. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that so, wouldn't be good for their image for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I I was working on like after sale for a, a burger insurance company. Okay. So, um, it's pretty like international one. And every time, everyone laughing when they ask me what I'm doing. Yeah. Because they know what I'm doing. Um, yeah. So, at the time... I was working in the insurance broker company. I don't really earn much, even I can't speak English. So, like I told you at the time, I'm just like 19, 20. So I'm like, I'm just graduate. And that was like my first job ever. And the standard salary when you start something, it's really like low in Thailand. Can you say like a range? You don't have to say what you are making, but for mm -hmm. someone that graduates, what's like a, a general range of what they might make? Well, you can start from like um, 15,000 to 25,000. A month? Yeah, month. a month. Okay. And <laughs> so, yeah, you, I can see then why a lot of people want to move out of Thailand. Yes. I mean, actually, it was not something that I was thinking about, but I'm just thinking of like extra job or try to do something that I can earn more than that. And actually, I got some from doing this, like photography. Okay, but um, when you were younger, what did you want to do? Did you have some, like, dream? Well, just stupid dream, like, some other people. Like, uh, you know, you girl, you want to be models or something, like, singer and stuff like that. So, for me, I just want to do something, like, I want to live by, like, traveling and making pictures, showing people, like, cool stuff, cool life. Just fun entertaining that's it did you ever see movies that take place in like america or europe and say like i want to go there no okay because I, I hear that <laughs> a lot and i hear that a lot like people see especially the u.s they tell me like they saw this movie and they really always wanted to go oh, and live no. there but the thing is like the movies are not reality you know Fact. and i think in a lot of ways living here is so much better than living in America, especially if you can make money online. Because if you can yes. make US dollars or if you can make euros or whatever, and While you can live living, in Thailand, yeah. that's the dream for me, not going to America. And, right. You know, it's it's not always what it... I mean, I would love to have the same dream like that, but unfortunately, it's not possible. <laughs> yeah. So when you're living in Bangkok, um, where are you from actually originally? I'm from Bangkok. From yeah. Bangkok? Okay. What did you... Um, you always wanted to kind of do something else, but like what... When you're 19 or 20, like what, what did you think you could do? Did you want to like start a business or did you want to... I don't know, like... Well... Get into a certain kind of work? Not really. I just want to be like... 
entertainer. That's it. Because I like doing. Okay, like, you have to clarify fun. because in Bangkok, there's many types of entertainers. I know. So it starts with singing. Okay. You know, like I can speak English, yeah. but I'm not really like ever taking a special class for it. So I learn from a song and movie and stuff like that, and and I just feel like I want to like sing for people. I, I want to be a singer. I want to entertain people. And then after that, I grew up more and more. I feel like uh, maybe I want to do something like I don't know, like funny, just like I don't know, make people laugh something. And then I get into this rooftop thing. I just want like, yeah, maybe I'm gonna be an artist. Like I'm a piece of art in the picture. Like doing something like to make people like really feel some like some 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 kind of like different feeling when you're watching something. You know, more than like excitement. Like you can't really feel that you were there and like really feel what I'm doing. Like I just want to entertain people. Yeah, I can That's definitely I see you of. as an entertainer. <laughs> that's the word i would use whether it's like singer or like <laughs> on tv or something yeah that's what i see you as so i so i only even though i said like we met up this day it was only about two hours we were together and uh did some photos in the ghost tower we came down and then i pretty much never saw you again hmm. until i ran into you one night at a nightclub at oh, about yeah. Two or three in the morning, and I didn't even recognize you. You you said hi to me, and uh, <laughs> I I said like, "What's up? What are you doing?" And you told me, "I think the next day you're moving to Europe, something like yeah, that." Yeah, yeah. It was like a long time after we met the first time because yeah, it was like three it, years, maybe. It it changed a lot. I cut my my I have this new hairstyle. You see, I have my bang before. I don't have bang. And it's like I met a lot of people who was like doing photography with me at the time where I don't have like bang and I was really young. Not really young, but I was young, yeah. And then I met them again. I remember who I hanging out with. I I remember everyone. And then I always say hi to everyone I remember. And then I always tell them, you don't remember me? My name is JC, you know? Like, And it's like, who's JC? I was like, yeah, you know that girl on rooftop, you know, that you're hanging out. Oh, the girl yeah, There's not on many, the many Thai girls that hang out on the edge yeah. of buildings. So that narrows it down really well, quick. That's easy to identify Jay-Z here. <laughs> um so but tell me about moving to europe like how did that come about well it's uh complicated with the boyfriend thing and stuff and like you know just something complicated that's it but i i in between like do i want to move there or do i want to stay here but i'm like it was covid and everything and i can't even go out have some fun no one coming to see me like i have a lot of friends by doing rooftop like most of them are like worldwide outside europe america they always come and like want to hanging out with me and stuff like that but then just during covid time it just shit they can't come yeah during covid traveling here was not super easy yeah. and then even if you were here right. like every week the rules change you everything out, is complicated you can't go out yeah so yeah and then I get bored. Like, I'm kind of like person who's like always like going out do something. Like, I I really like to spend my time doing something. Like, enjoy my time meeting new people, and like learn uh, different stuff while meeting people. Like, I learned some stuff from meeting you too. Like, I like to watch people and learn their personality, and I like to see like what they like to do. Like, blah blah blah. And yeah, but that 
is like unfortunately it cannot happen during the time so i feel like okay there's an opportunity that i can move to europe so i'm like yeah let's just try it out like if it's not work out i can come back anytime if i want and yeah, yeah i decide to move so you but you moved to europe mostly because of a guy right guy situation yeah okay so that that's a really interesting thing i've noticed since i've been here is like if a guy or a girl comes to thailand and you meet someone mm-hmm. they're coming to thailand because they like thailand yes. so it's no problem for example for me to stay here with or without a relationship yeah but let's say a guy comes to thailand meets someone and then wants to go back to his home country let's say it's germany or france or wherever you might like the guy but not want to move to Germany or not want to move to France. Because like I can tell you, if I bet someone from like Sweden, I don't want to move to Sweden, even yeah. if I like the girl. So that kind of creates a, a weird situation because it's like, do you, do you want to leave your home where you, where you like yeah. to live to go to a place that you're not familiar with, that you don't know anyone? You might hate the weather. You might hate the culture. Right. Exactly. So what was that like for you? I'm not saying you hated. Where did you go? I'm not saying you hated it, okay. but I'm I sure mean, it wasn't easy. Everyone tell me the same thing that you were just saying before. Like, um, you sure you're going to do that? Like, the weather is different. The culture is different. The food is different. Like, everything is really, like, different. Are you sure you can stand it? And I'm like, I mean, I don't mind, like, anything at all. Um, Just, like, you know, just kind of, like, want to try it and experience a new life i mean i just want to know like everything you want to know like what's it like to be like this what's it like to be like that it's the same feeling that i start doing rooftop like what's it like like uh, what is like to stand over there and like how does it feel so i mean i don't mind losing time at least i try it it doesn't matter if i'm like regret it after or whatever but you are the one who experience it by yourself no one can tell you how it is until you like really into that situation so i i tried and honestly the first like six seven months is not been great with me but like i was there like okay i moved to switzerland like so i got a job after four months that i moved there and yeah, it was hard and it's like during winter time, I work a lot and it's really cold. I got like depressed, like I have um, homesick and everything. But yeah, it's it just like that in the beginning, but I don't really like give up. So I, I try to live with it and I'm like, okay, like let's do it like as like the best as you can it just <laughs> it just does it like you you keep going you keep being like positive you will find something that you can fit in and now in summer like i think i've been there one years already now i'm happy i mean i know where the tough time is and it's normal <laughs> no one life is ever perfect and I know when is it fun that you can take a chance to do whatever you would like to do and just do it. So, yeah, no, I'm fine. Euro. So you, you've been there about one year already? Almost said? a year and okay. a half already. So do you think you could live there forever or do you think eventually you want to go someplace else? I still can't really tell because it's like just like my 
I was just like one year there. I can't really tell, but like it took me some time to say that I really like it there, because I have a lot of culture shock, and honestly, I got like the feeling that there's a little like racist about like they call it Iceland really? in the country. Yeah. Tell me about that. What is, what is well, that? Well, <laughs> it's not like a big deal, and I only experienced it like a few times. Maybe I just think it like. Like maybe I just overthinking to myself, you know. So what happened to me was like, um, every morning I will took a train to work, and there's like four seats, like two in front of you and two where you sit, just like this, you know, Swiss train. Never, ever single time that that in the morning someone would sit next to me. They would sit somewhere else. It's only Asian people sit with me. Really? Yes. But could it be for another reason? Like it maybe could be. because I have to say you're it could for be. a for a pretty small Thai woman. You're very intimidating. You have a very like even if you're not talking, mm-hmm. you have a very intimidating presence. I think so. It could be that. I'm just it saying. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Um, are there many Thai people or Asian people there? Yeah, the, actually, there's a lot a big Thai community there. In also, oh, I live in Zurich now. There's a big Thai community in Zurich. I even met like this couple. They're working with Sayam tonight. Actually, their father. I oh, met really? them there. Yeah. So yeah, the uh, Sayam tonight is the promoter. Yeah, for like the p- taking picture. Oh, the, for the photographer yeah. in a lot of the nightclubs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember seeing those photos. Yeah, so I met the founder there. It's kind of like small ones, everything. And yeah, I mean, with this Thai community, we share a lot of stuff and we just like really notice, okay, races for Asian or different like nationalities to exist there, even you think it won't. And I'm telling you, I've been living in Thailand for like um, 24, 25 years. I moved there. I experienced something that I should have experienced here. Like, that was one time <laughs> I went to this club. And I was, like, arguing with this uh, Latina girl. Is this club in, in Switzerland? In Switzerland. Or? Okay. Yeah. So, I'm surprised that she had this Swiss knife with her in the club. And when we take it outside, she really, like, pull it out and, like, do it on me. I'm like, I'm surprised, like. If this really happened... A knife? Yeah, a Swiss knife. What is it? Oh, you mean like one of those pocket knives? Yeah, oh. <laughs> just like that. I was like, why are you carrying this to like the club and now you use it on me? What kind of security is at this club? Yeah, and I'm like, I experienced this stuff. And then even though I heard those kind of like... Um, women got dragged during party or street parade. And it's happened next week, by the way, the street parade. Um, yeah, people would drag you and drag you home or do something, you steal your stuff, just like that. I experienced this all. Talking about the racism thing, uh, because coming from the U.S., this topic comes up a lot. Do you think that, what do you think about that in in Thailand, racism? Do you think it's kind of a thing here or, or do you, when you went to another country, you said you felt like... I'm sorry for saying this, but the truth is that Thai people, they're always racist. 
Yeah, like, so you can slap in the face <laughs> so, if you say it's a lie. That, that's why I'm asking you because you know many people they talk to me about the U.S. things in the U.S. because in the U.S. like the whole racism yeah. thing is in the news all the time. The difference is here, it's just kind of normal. I think because they grew up with it. Yeah. They think it's a joke that. They they always take it as a joke that, come on, like it's just a joke, it's nothing serious because they don't really know what it means. Like even the person who's saying it that you think he's like or she is a racism, they don't really know what they're saying. They don't really think that they are like racist. They don't know what they're doing is racist. Yeah. Because the thought is the so joke. So what I've had some interesting experiences about that too. Like especially during COVID, if I got into an elevator. Mm-hmm. And there's like this happened two Thai women in yeah. the elevator and I get in, they would both go put like this, <laughs> like put their hand over their mouth and turn and face the wall, like face the yeah. wall. So they're like this and they're covering their mouth. And I'm just looking at them like, really, this is what we're doing. Like, <laughs> like if you're that afraid of catching, yeah. you know, a disease, maybe you shouldn't be walking outside. Right. Like, yeah. I don't know. So I think that kind of stuff can happen anywhere, though, to anyone. I mean, yeah. especially like in Thailand, the culture is I mean, I know there's different parts of Thailand with slightly different cultures, but it's kind of a homogenous culture. I mean, everyone mostly comes from the same background versus where I come from. Literally, everybody is from all over Europe, Latin America, Asia. So I feel like compared to a place like Thailand, the U.S. is actually much more accepting and tolerant, even though they blow it. What if something happens, they blow it up in the news. Here, mm-hmm. it just happens all the time, and it's just normal. So yeah, yeah. But I can see if you go to another country, especially, like I said, I, I feel like your personality is very bold, and that can people notice that. So yeah. maybe that's why they don't want to come close to you because they're I, almost, it's more of like an intimidation thing. I kind of feel that sometimes. <laughs> I I remember I messaged you, um, I don't know if it was like maybe six months ago, because I was actually, I was trying to tag you in a photo, and mm-hmm. I noticed all your photos were gone. Yeah. So I asked you, like, what was up with that? And I think you said you took them down because you missed Thailand too much. Yeah, actually, yes, because I moved there, like, even now, before I, I, I fly here, fly back to Bangkok, there's still a lot of, like, traveler texted me, like, Hey, I'm going to Thailand in two weeks. Hey, I'm going to Thailand tomorrow. Hey, I'm going to Thailand next month. Do you think it's possible that you can show us the the, the ghost tower or like maybe we can do some stuff on rooftops? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm not living there for like one year already. And you still like, I still got this kind of text. And imagine I just moved to Switzerland like for like, in the first three, four months there, and I got all these texts, and this is what I missed the most: the building. That's like my and everybody's my reminding things. you about it all the time. They always like, uh, how to access to to this building? What's the name? Do you have a friend who can show us around there? And blah blah blah. And so like, dude, why are you texting me now? Like, I left already. I'm not there. And even before I came here, there was this Chinese gang. They do rooftop as well. And um, they would be climbing stuff and things. And then they're just asking me, are you coming? And, and it's like, it's just like um, a coincidence. Because like, yeah, I'm on my way. I will see you, blah, blah, blah. But then I don't have time for them. I don't have time for anyone. Like, yeah, so- I feel like I want, there was like a lot of thing I want to do here. And since I arrived here, I haven't done anything like properly. 
Yeah, so let's talk about that. Why are you, you came back to Asia for a few weeks, right? What, what are you doing? Ooh, mostly it's just because I miss my friend. It's not about the place at all. I just miss like old friend and everyone that I used to hanging out with. Like the first moment that I land in Bangkok, I'm not even like surprising with the pollution, the, the vibe here, the, the construction or the new building that pops up every year, every month. I'm not excited by that or like those tall buildings that I can climb. Not at all. Like I'm more happy to see like a friend because you know what? Like it's really hard to make friends in Switzerland. I'm telling you like there's no joke. Like all my friends who lives here and they know I'm moving there, they always tell me like, uh, be careful and uh, be sad for you because it's so hard to make friends there. Just like, try your best to do like some stuff, hanging out with some people. I did. You you done it one time. You never do it again. No yeah. one want to be in contact with you. So uh, like you know, you've probably heard a lot of guys they come to Asia, Thailand, whatever, mm-hmm. and they want to meet a woman, and they say, "I don't like women back home." Did you kind of experience like why that might be? Like, did you notice something about European women? Because you you live in Switzerland, but you've traveled other places in Europe, right? What was the question again? Okay, so <laughs> I'll start over. Sorry. So besides living in Switzerland. You've traveled to other countries in Europe, right? Yes. I think I saw you went to Italy. I did. And maybe a few other places. Jordan. Okay. Did you notice when it comes to the women, mm-hmm. you were trying to make friends with them or just that you noticed, did you notice any things that you thought, oh, okay, now I understand why many guys come to Thailand and want to date a Thai woman? Okay. So, um... I'm someone who got a lot of texts from like European guys and they would ask me out for whatever reason and I always know like most of them don't want to be friends and I think they text me or they hit me up just because I look like I'm friendly and being Thai you know Thai people they're friendly they don't really think too much they're too cute they're, they're too cool cozy and really, comfortable i i have to say you are the <laughs> for me you're the least friendly as far as your look the least friendly uh-huh. thai woman i think i've ever met <laughs> yeah i mean i am and that make people think i'm easy they think they can take me home they think they can hit me up anytime and i will be down for whatever they want to like you know approach me but that's the things about thai women like some of them they looks like this friendly easy and everything but they're not the way you think but european people they were like straight they're not easy they have their own ego if is a no that is a no but thai people they always like when it's become to know you don't want to be rude you want to be like uh i want to say no but i don't want to hurt like the person so i try to be like a little bit like tricky like make a way to get like a way out of this situation without making anyone hurt but but that make it like complicated and and men thinks they have chance on like women uh, like that so i mean it's okay it's fine if you think like asian people they're like easy it's basically they're just okay friendly. That, they're just that's cute. interesting i didn't think you would say something like that <laughs> because you know uh, when i first came here i never really dated any asian girl okay. like maybe someone that was like chinese american or something in america but never someone from Asia. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew a lot of guys would come out here and it was like a big thing of like finding a wife in Asia or something like that. I, I thought that was always the lamest thing. Like I, I thought wow. it was stupid, I'll be honest. But when I got here, 
I started to see why that's such a popular thing because it's not the look. I always thought it has something to do with the look, like mm -hmm. guys like Asian look or something. I don't think it's that for the most case, for the most part. I think it's more that there's such a big cultural difference between the West and Asia as far as like the relationship exactly. with men and women. And I think that's mostly what's attractive to guys. Right. Um, I feel like maybe you like European guy don't really like um, notices or like foreigner don't really notices that I feel like guys they actually really like drama like girl who's been like uh, a drama queen because like Asian culture is really like easy for women to fall in love with guys just for like hanging out for like few days and some like activities together so i don't know how to say it. like the way like she being nice to you is because she really really likes you it's 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 normal everywhere like girls feeling is always fall deeper and faster than men and that's what guy likes after all they're just like someone like really cute like adorable who's really like, have like intimacy with them or some stuff like that so guy feel like these women are kind of like i don't know maybe it's their type because they really feel like these people really interested in them like they gave all their attention to him or something like that just it's just because like women they have like a weakness of the feeling stuff and especially asian people it's really hard to identify the kind of relationship like we don't have those kinds of like a friend with benefit or like just like um someone who you talk to or someone you hanging out to or like um a sex partner or some stuff like that they always catch feeling really fast just by holding hand or seeing each other like a lot just like that so i think that's why men like it because they feel like women here is so easy to like it's not tricking but i don't know <laughs> maybe I, I just can't really say it like because I don't know what they're really thinking but the way I see it or the way I used to feel like I mean if I really like someone I, I always like nice I always want to see them more I, I, I want to give all my time like I act like I don't really like care much but like I'm so happy every time when I'm hanging out with them but yeah and you have like a deep feeling too and attached to that person but then when it's come to European culture or Western culture or whatever, you, ha you have to identify that the situation, like what it is, like is it like something real or is it just like a friend with benefit or it's like a situationship or just like something not serious. What's a situationship? It's like when you're with someone but you don't really identify your relationship, like you're not friend. You're more than friend, but you're not girlfriend and you're not boyfriend. Okay, so you don't have the title yet. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Like, it's really complicated. It, I mean, it took me a while to understand it and separate Did you the learn this in stuff. Europe or here? I learned it here. Okay. <laughs> have you ever had a Thai boyfriend? Um, Not really boyfriend, but I used to talk when I was like, okay. teenager. Okay, I want to know, in your experience, what's the difference between dating a Thai man and a foreigner, like a Western foreigner? This is gonna make me look like a bitch if I really say it. Well, honestly, when you flirt with Thai people with the Thai language, for me, it's not sexy. And it's kind of like cringy for me. It's like. Like, in what way? Like, how do they treat you differently? 
or how does like a western guy i mean the nice and all it's just me like the way we like flirting or everything it's just kind of cream i mean i don't know i just don't like it you know i prefer to talk to my partner or someone i like in english because when i teasing or like when we flirting it's more fun it's sexy but when it like become in a thai language it's just different and it's funny it's not sexy it's not hot it doesn't turn on at all so that's what i mean and i mean i used to be like uh, into like some thai guys as well but like when we flooding it's just weird you okay. know <laughs> so if some if some guys are coming to thailand and let's say they want to meet a nice thai girl can you give some tips like what how should they act what should they do basic <laughs> just be yourself okay everybody knows be yourself <laughs> is the worst advice ever well so what can i do <laughs> okay well let, let's start with um just how they look okay so if you saw someone out and you said oh i like him like what, what is that person going to look like like what kind of countries do you like what what do they wear oh. like describe that person i attracted to tall guy Okay, tall guy. If you're tall, you earn like maybe 20 points already. But how short, <laughs> But how tall are you? I'm 167 okay. centimeters. Uh, and so what's good for you? What height? Uh, more than 185. Okay. And how are they going to dress? Um, I like guy who knows. In a, in a chong no, no, sure. I, <laughs> it's not about the style or, or, or the design of clothes. I just based on color. If they know what they're dressing, if they know what color fit them, okay. that bring the like the aura, the personality and the charming out. That's the person I like. I mean, I'm not gonna like date a guy that I have to tell him like, why don't you try this? Why don't you try that? Maybe look <laughs> around you like, I want someone who know themselves, who know what's good on themselves and like, someone who kind of like like to take care of himself you know okay the hair skin the face clothes ever. And have you noticed that you like guys from a certain country over other countries like maybe you don't like american guys because they're really loud and annoying no um, i've been dating a lot okay i <laughs> i was i mean yeah so american and like a lot of mixed country in Europe, like Italy, France. Okay, but German. what about Asian, but not Thai? I used to date Korean, Japanese as okay, well. Okay, so you have a good idea of kind of what different people are like. Oof. Man, I don't have specific Thai. Like, I cannot see someone and like, or identify that. Yeah, like, some people have told me this though. Like, they only like, um, like we talked to uh, this girl Nanny mm. a few weeks ago, and she she's Thai. Mm -hmm. And she didn't really ever date like Western Farang, just like Thai and Asian. Yeah. That was kind of her thing. So I don't know. I just like to hear why. It's hard to tell, you know. Okay. It just depends on like the taste and type. I mean, for me, I, I, I used to date a lot like of different type of guys. I even did black guy for and I, I can tell like... If you give me like 10 black guy, I can tell which one I like. I don't have like, uh, he doesn't have to be white and he doesn't have to be only black that I would like. Like, it's not just the skin, the look, the dress or whatever is about your personality. What, what make you, you look good and attracted? It's 
depends. Like maybe I like you because you're tall. Just that's it. But your personality is just shit, and that's what I find out later. Or maybe like okay, you're short. I accept it. But you have great personality. I still gonna try to date you. Maybe or like okay, you're black, but you like really gentleman and you look great. And I I I think you look like handsome or something. I would date you. Like, I mean, I look people in like a lot of different angle and different way. Yeah, it's interesting to hear you say that because I find that uh, many Thai women I speak to they have like rules almost. Like I only date these kinds of people, mm. whether it's this group or that group. And I'm wondering if it's because you grew up in Bangkok. Mm-hmm. And not like you're not from like Isan or like the north or anywhere like that, right? You yeah. were born in Bangkok. I born here, yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. Like maybe you're more open. I feel like everything is not about how you grow up. Uh, maybe it's affected a little bit, but mostly and main thing is about your mindset. It's like what you're looking for in people or what you're looking for in your partner. Like what you're looking for of a guy you would like to date. Like it depends. Like maybe I like to date some model for like few months just to look cool. That oh I dated this hot guy before. That's it. But I know his personality is like really shit. Nothing like interested except his cute face or hot face. That's it. I mean it could be just like this, but it depends. Just like I say, it depends on what you're looking for. Sure. So that's respectable. <laughs> I get that. Wow. Well. All right. So the million dollar question is: Are you ever going to move back to Thailand? No. I will be around, go and back, but to live here forever, I don't think so. I mean, even though I still don't know where I would like to live, but I still feel like I want to travel around and see the world more. Then I was like, then I can decide where I would like to live. I mean, my future. I don't really have a plan much for my future, but for now, I really like to like traveling, explore the world, and enjoy my life. Like, and to be clear on one thing about me doing rooftop, people always said I live my life like it was my last day, because I do those kind of stuff like just dangerous. I trip, I fall, I die, but I actually live my life like it was my first day. I experience new thing. I learn new thing. I be more careful with my life. I I plan my day, what I want to do, who I want to see, and the same thing with rooftop. You just never go up and walk on the edge without checking if it's safe or not. You have to be scared of what might happen. Uh, it's okay you're not scared to fall, but be scared of people around you who be with you, <laughs> or who was behind. You, if something happened to you, you would know like how many people who's like really care about you and how many people you like hurt them. After what happened, so really be careful with your life. Okay, just that's it. That is a good <laughs> spot to wrap it up. JC, thank you for coming on. If you guys have questions for either of us, drop them down below. And can we? Put your Instagram up. Sure. Just don't ask for my OF. I don't have it. <laughs> okay. I'll put her Instagram on the screen right here. Thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.